Welcome to today's broadcast of Sun, Salt, and Light. Sun, Salt, and Light, S-O-N, knowing and growing in your daily relationship with Jesus Christ, but also being the salt and the light in your marriage, in your family, at your place of work, at your church, and even in the community you're in. I'm Pastor Michael Petit. This is a radio ministry of our church, Calvary Chapel Divine, here in Divine, Texas. We are so glad that you joined us for today's broadcast. We are a Calvary Chapel, so we simply teach the Bible verse by verse, chapter by chapter. We believe that God uses His Word to transform, restore, and to change lives one verse at a time. If you're visiting our area, you'd like to get information about our church or church service times, maybe even track down some of the other teachings that we have available through podcasts, whether it's through Audible or Spotify or Apple Podcasts, you can do all of that at our church website at calvarydivine.org. That's calvarydivine.org. You know, as I was putting this study together in the book of Ephesians chapter 4, verse 25, Paul is talking to us about things we are to put on and things we are to put off. And uh, the thing that we are to put off is the flesh and the old man and the thing we are to put on is the new man and the the new spirit and the first thing that Paul deals with as he talks to the church of Ephesus is lying put off lying and speak truth to your neighbor think about that just for a second does does the do we have a problem with lying in this world oh we got a huge problem with lying in this world our government lies to us or Politicians lie to us, our celebrities lie to us, the newspaper gives us misinformation. Do we get lies? Yeah, we do. But I expect that from somebody who's not following God. What Paul is talking about here, he's he's actually writing to the church of Ephesus. He's writing to the follower of Christ. He's saying that the follower of Christ should not be known for their lies, but be known for speaking truth. Is that you today? Understanding that the father of lies is the devil and there is no truth in him. And knowing that Jesus Christ is truth, the truth, and the truth shall set you free, are we speaking truth? Or do we allow little white lies to happen? Because let me tell you, there are no little white lies. They're all sin, and God hates sin. And every lie is a sin. So if you use the, my battery died on my phone, didn't get the message, um, you know what, I got an appointment this afternoon, I'm sorry, we're not going to be able to meet up. And there's no appointment. You just didn't want to meet up with the person. It's all a lie. And do you understand that pastors have lied too? Pastors have been caught lying about affairs. They've been caught lying about book sales. I got to get my book sales up to a certain amount so I can be on the New York Times bestselling list. And they got caught doing it. They lied. The church should not be known for lying. And neither should the follower of Christ so this piece of scripture is practically how to put off lying. And God's going to give you the opportunity to practice that this week. To put off lying. Catch yourself. So when you're talking about that fish you caught down in Corpus, the one that was maybe 8 inches, and now over the last 3 years it's grown to 13, 14 inches, 
catch yourself and say, you know what, the fish was not that big. I'm sorry. Be honest with the person. Practically apply truth. Speaking truth to your neighbor. Do that. And that's what this is going to be about. So what we want to teach today is about loving truth and hating the lie. Here is the second half and conclusion of this two-part study. Love without truth is a lie. I, I can tell you we're, we're getting ready to go back into the schools. We just found out we're probably going to get Pearsall High School. And we got Lytle High School in the fall as we get the whosoever's back here. And we're going back into the schools. And as long as we get to do an open assembly, we're able to, to have the gospel preached. And we had many kids come to faith and divine. And we're, we're, we're going to continue to keep trying to do it because this generation needs the gospel of Jesus Christ. They need the truth. But see, love without truth is a lie. So if I tell you that I love you as a Christian, if you're following these things, and this is the problem with the church today, is because the progressive Christianity has allowed their, their thought there to have those moral... Well, you know what? It's your situation. You're, you, you decide what's right for you. And so what they've done is they've, they've allowed things like abortion and, and homosexuality and, and uh, cohabitation and pornography. You know what? If that's what you need to keep you from, from running the streets, then you use that. But that's wrong. That goes against God's word. If we're going to stand for the truth, we need to stand for the truth. And, and because I love you, I'm going to tell you the truth. I'm going to tell you that a woman is a woman and she's the only one that can have a baby. That's truth. I'm going to tell you that the LGBTQ community, all of you, whatever you want to add, whatever alphabet you want to add to it, it's all sexual morality along with pornography and all that other stuff. It's a sin. It goes against God's word. I'm going to tell you that, that killing a child and yanking body parts out of the womb, arms and legs, is you're killing something that God created. And it goes against God's word. Psalm 139. Beautifully, wonderfully made, knitted in the womb by God. I'm going to tell you that gender mutilation... And transgender, I don't care how much you want to adapt your body to look like a boy or a girl. Unfortunately, you'll never change your biology. You will always be a male if you're a male and a female if you're a female. That's the truth. That's the truth. We need to start standing for the truth. Why do you think that, that they're being told these lies? Why do you think we're seeing such a, a decline in our moral foundation so quickly? Because the father of lies who has no truth in them is telling them what they want to hear. And again, like a kid in a candy store, they are looking for answers. And the church is supposed to be the one doing it. But you're too busy lying and not being an example of Christ. Because if you're a hypocrite, meaning that you act one way here and you act another way out there, you're lying to yourself. I know that's harsh to say, and I, I, man, I get it. I understand it. But at the end of the day, man, I looked at my life in 2009, and I never turned back. Put my hands to the plow, and I'm gone, and I'm following Jesus. And that's how our life is supposed to be. We're not supposed to be going and trying to put that old stuff back on again. 
salvation is not something, because look, we had all these people. We had a house full of people here last week as we had the celebration of life. Now, I don't know how many people from California gave their life to Christ because we could hear them saying the, saying the sinner's prayer. But how many of them are going to take their, their salvation and put it in their back pocket and never do anything else with it? They never exercise their faith. They never walk with God. They never do anything. That's a hypocrite. But also those that have been walking with God for 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20 years. And they're gossiping. And they're lying. And they're stirring up stories. What are you doing? You're the example to the world of what a follower of Christ is. And you're getting caught lying. Paul's saying, put this stuff away. Speak truth. Ephesians chapter 4 verse verse uh, 15 says but speaking the truth in love may grow up in all things into him who is the head christ in zechariah chapter 8 verses 16 through 17 it says these are the things you shall do speak each man the truth to his neighbor speak truth to him if you have somebody who's a neighbor and you go man I, you know well you know that's my husband let me introduce and he's a man he goes that's my husband you introduce i you know, at some point as you get to know each other further because you're neighbors, I don't really believe in what y'all are practicing because it goes against God's Word. Because they're going to ask you at some point when they find out you're a Christian, does God love me? I'll be very honest with you. God hates the sin you're in. God loves you because you were created in His image. But you're separated from a holy God. Now that's truth. Now, would we really, because what's happened to believers is we stay away from these, these discussions. We don't want nothing to do with it. I don't know if it's because we don't want to be canceled. I don't know what it is. That's my problem. I have no problem speaking truth. I just have to make sure the love part of it's there. Right? But we need to stand for truth. Because Jesus is truth. His word is truth. Our neighbors need the truth. He goes on to say, Give judgment in your gates for truth, justice, and peace. Let none of, of you think evil in your heart against your neighbor. And do not love a false oath. For all these things that I hate, says the Lord. He goes right back to the commandment of, of God and the Ten Commandments. And that's why it's important for us to remember that if, if, we, if we love truth, then we have to hate the lie. If we love truth, then you have to hate the lie. You have to hate the lie. And, and, and it's important to understand, like God does not, God doesn't want anything for you to have a lie come out of your mouth. But <laughs> you may have one of those little white lies come out. You need to deal with it, right? Confess it. Deal with it. I can remember, you know, if I spoke a lie when I was a kid, I got spanked. But I can remember my father telling me the person who spanked me telling me do as i say not as i do as he did things that were illegal or lied to the cops and i never understood that so we have to be the example not only for our our marriages but our kids like i told y'all it's very important that y'all understand discipleship discipleship begins in the home your service begins in the home in your marriage and with your kids and then it goes into the church you have to be healthy there first before you start serving in the church. Because you're an example of Christ. And then it goes out into the community. 
We must speak truth. In 2 Corinthians 7, 14, it says, For if anything have boasted to him about you, I am not ashamed, but as we spoke all things to you in the truth, even so our boasting to, uh, to Titus was found true. Paul was saying in that verse is that he proclaimed to, uh, to speak truth. He's like, I'm not ashamed of the truth, but my life matches up to what I did. So I spoke truth, but I was the example of truth the way I lived my life. Is that you? Are you an example of truth in your marriage or in your family? And I love, he says, let, let each one speak truth with his neighbor. Well, who is your neighbor? That's everybody who's around you. Everybody. Everybody's your neighbor. So we are to speak truth to those people that are around us. In Matthew chapter 22, verse 39, after you get the wonderful verse of love the Lord with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. But then it says, and the second is like this, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. So why would you lie to yourself? Right? You love yourself. You got up this morning, you fixed your hair. Some of you ate breakfast. Right? You love yourself. We do. And, and the thing is, is like for our neighbors, we need to be loving them and, and speaking truth to them. They need that more now than ever because, I mean, I, let's be real. There are so many lies that are being and deception that's out there. We call it misinformation today, right? And, and the father of lies are, are, is knee deep in it. I'm watching things that are going on in Maui and I'm, I'm puzzled, puzzled. How 1,800 kids are missing and it's not leading the news. Not the local news, not the me mainstream media. There's 1,800 kids that are missing. I don't understand how fencing goes up to cover a whole part of an island and we can't know roughly, like, are there kids in the car that died? Didn't we have 9-11? Tomorrow's 9-11. How many of y'all... We're in, I was in a school when 9-11 happened. I can remember it. I mean, don't we have some people in, out of New York that could go do forensics? To go through the ashes? To start pulling DNA? See, the reason why we start having questions is because we're not given the truth. Because there's deception. I, I, I'm puzzled by it. And, and this is the kind of stuff that we're seeing happening in our world today. And what the world craves is truth truth and if they're craving truth they're craving who jesus but is the church being a great example of that is the church known for their lying the last part we see here is to put on the understanding that we are one so he says therefore put away lying let each one of you speak truth with his neighbor for we are members of one another members that's a, a limb of the human body. Remember we learned earlier in the book of Ephesians that Christ is the head. And the, we're the body of Christ, the church. And, and he talks about this because as we are members as one, when you start lying within the church, it hurts the body. So if the toes are lying about the fingers, there's a lot of nervous system between there that's going to create problems, correct? And so it's, it's an important thing for us to get. Truth is an important thing that the church needs. It functions that way. And that's why for us as, as a body of Christ, we are to remember that we're here to, to minister to each other and to 
to, to share one another's burdens, care for each other, to build each other up, to love one another. But we're not supposed to lie to each other. We're supposed to be honest with each other. That means if I come in and I tell you, man, I had a rough week. I try to be honest from the pulpit. I got five kids, and then you got, <laughs> got kids. I got grandkids, and you got grandkids. It's like there's stuff going on. I mean, not even the stuff just from the church, but there's stuff going on. And I'd rather be straight up with you. Hey, I need prayer this week. I'm not going to come in and tell you, oh, everything's good. If you ask me, I'm going to tell you, hey, can you pray for this? This is a concern. It's, it's understanding that we're here to, to, uh, to speak truth to one another, meaning that if, if I catch you lying, I need to talk with you privately and say, hey, there's no need to, I'm not sure what this was, but this ain't the truth. But that means that you should be able to come to me if you catch me lying or any of the other five sins that we are going to deal with. We're supposed to be able to go to each other as a member, as a body of Christ, right? And we don't have membership here. We're just, we're a church and there's no membership. But as a member of the body of Christ, as it's given to us here in the scripture, we should be able to go to each other and, 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 and people don't like that. I don't know what's going on today. Like if I'm in a church and I'm doing something wrong, I would expect somebody to come up and, and if I'm being too abrasive with you or you should be able to come to me and guess what? I should humbly be able to hear you and if I'm doing it, I should repent and ask for forgiveness. Because this, it, let me tell you, nothing like getting yelled at and being talked to like a dog because I've been done that here at this church. And then when I opened my mouth to try to say something, they were like, well, you're, you're wrong. You shouldn't say anything like that. And I was like, well, I'm, you know, if I, if I didn't put it in, in, a, in a loving way, then I'm sorry. It's one thing to apologize, but not even get an apology back. It hurts the body. It hurts the body. People get upset. They want to be, be right. And they'll even lie to be right. They'll even manipulate to be right. And again, all of that stuff is lying. It hurts the body of Christ. Because when you, your mess starts affecting other people in the body, it's hurting the members. And we're members of one another. In Isaiah chapter 9, verse 15 through 17, it says, The elder and the honorable, he is the head, the prophet who teaches lies, he is the tail. And for the leaders of those people cause them to err, and those who are led by them are destroyed. Therefore the Lord will have no joy in their young men, nor have mercy on their fatherless or in the, and the widows, for everyone is a hypocrite and an evildoer, and everyone's mouth speaks folly. For all this his anger is out and turned away, but the hand is stretched out still. What he's talking about here is he's actually talking about how the prophets at the time started leading the church away, Judah, right? They started leading Judah away, and the people were following them. And, and God, God is like, hey, I'm judging all y'all. Y'all know better. You've been taught the truth. You know better. So that means if, if somebody is in the pulpit and they're teaching you something falsely, you need to run from that church as quickly as you can. Don't have nothing to do with it. Because it, this stuff does happen today. And it hurts the members. It hurts the body of Christ. It even hurt the nation of Israel. And you go, well, this stuff doesn't happen in the church. Look at the early church. Ananias and Sapphira. 
They lied. They lied to the Holy Spirit. And they both dropped dead. Now, praise God, you live under the, the age of grace, right? Because as I read that 91% of people lie, I'm like, man, we'd all be dead. We'd all be done. But you have to understand, if Satan can't defeat the church by attacking it on the outside, guess what? He's coming in. And he will use the members to start creating problems, even if it's lying. Even if it's lying. But you understand, when, when, when they got caught lying in Acts chapter 5, verse 11, it says, So great fear came upon all the church and upon all who heard these things. So important for us to remember is that we're not to sell people that God, God loves the sinner and hates the sin. No, God, God doesn't love the sin. He wants you to be His child and to follow Him. And, and so when we, when we remember that, that what we see in our culture today is that we've seen people that have exchanged, they've exchanged the truth for a lie. In Romans chapter 1, verses 24 and 25, it says, Therefore God also gave them up to uncleanliness and the lust of their hearts, to dishonor the bodies among themselves who exchanged the truth of God for the lie. And worshipped and served the creature rather than the Creator, who is blessed forever and ever. Amen. For this reason, God gave them up to vile passions. For even the women exchanged their natural use of what is against nature. Likewise, also the men, leaving the natural use of women, burning in the lust of one another, uh, men with men committing what is shameful, and receiving themselves the penalty of their error, which was due. And, as e and, and even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them up over to the debased mind to do those things which are not fitting, being filled with all unrighteousness, sexual morality, wickedness, covetousness, maliciousness, full of envy, murder, strife, deceit, uh, evil-mindedness. They are whisperers, backbiters, haters of God, violent, proud, boasters, inventors of evil things, disobedient to parents, undiscerning, untrustworthy, unloving, unforgiving, unmerciful, who knowing the righteousness ju uh, judgment of God, that those who practice such things are deserving of death, and not only do they uh, do the same, but also approve of those who practice them. See, the church can't be involved in approving of those things that are being practiced. The church is starting to fly the pride uh, flag now, some churches. Some churches are actually having gay pastors and uh, opening doors for that. Andy Stanley's church is, is beginning to open doors for that as well. And that's a 20,000 person church. 20,000 people in Atlanta that are being led astray. 20,000. And you know what God's going to hold responsible? Oh, Andy Stanley is going to have to sit in front of God and explain all that. But all 20,000 that are being led astray know the truth of God's Word. It's a shame. But we see this today because we're, we're not teaching truth. We're not speaking truth. We're not speaking truth. We have to love the truth and hate the lie. We have to remember that, that when we speak in love that we're speaking truth. And these things that He's asking us to put on, He's asking you to put off the lying and put on speaking and living truth in this dark world. We need more of it today. We need more. I don't know. You know, we planted the church during COVID. I don't know where the pastors are at that need to stand up, but they need to start standing up. 
We need that today. We have some that are doing it, but we need more. We need more that are speaking truth. I, I told you this past week, I had a conversation with, uh, not from pastors in this area, but from pastors in San Antonio that are worried about shutdowns and lockdowns. And, and I told them, I said, well, we're, you know, we're not following this stuff. I said, unfortunately, I, I, in the area that we live, we don't really, we know what the truth is. We've read the information. We, we've seen the documents and stuff. I mean, we pay attention to what's going on. Let me tell you something. If you're looking for truth, it's not coming on the nightly news. There's so much misinformation out there. The Word of God is truth. You can count on that. That's what you need to be in. Because when you, when you have a biblical worldview, man, you can discern a lot of the mess that's out there in the world. Remember I told you, your Bible should be like this as you look at the things that are filtering through the world. As you're watching TV, as you're watching the news, you, you have God's Word. As you have your biblical worldview, you can go up, oh, that, that's, that's a mess. That goes against God's word. You know, it's, it, we need to speak truth with love. Well, that concludes today's broadcast of Sun, Salt, and Light Radio. We hope that you enjoyed it. If you'd like to submit a prayer request or get in contact with us or find out service times, you can do all of that at our website, uh, as well as get uh, our podcast at Spotify, Audible, TuneIn Radio. Pretty much wherever you can find a podcast, uh, you, you can just type in Sun, Salt, and Light, and you'll find it. 